and welcome to the first episode in 2024. We are glad you are here. We made it through 2023. I don't know that it was a big challenge, but we made it. And 2024 is locking in front of us so that we can make it whatever we want it to be. Everybody, I'm Jeff Geyer. I'm here with Myra Hall, Jeff Conroy, Dr. Sam Jennings, and my good buddy Jeff Geoff McLaughlin. And we are excited to talk about what do we need to do in 2024 to get this thing going. As we talked about that a little bit, I thought, do I have to recreate the wheel or can I just use the same wheel that I've already got? Do I have to change everything? Do I have to invent the things that I want to do in 2024 for my business and for my team? Or do we just follow a proven path to success? And that's what I want to talk about today. And Myra, I want to start with you. You are um, probably one of the most creative people I know because you do all kinds of things. And I just want to know, do, do you follow the same proven patterns of success or do you recreate the wheel? That's a big question, Jeff, because I am not known as one that likes to do the same thing over and over again. I like to innovate and expand. But that being said, I also like ruts. I consider myself a rut person for the stuff that I hate doing. I have to make my bed. I have to do the dishes. I have to cook dinner. And I don't hate cutting dinner, but all those repetitive tasks, time after time, I put in a rut. I do a routine. In fact, I'm bound to a routine. If I get out of it, you may not get breakfast. I'm just saying. I wanted but my eggs over easy. It's, sorry. It's oatmeal and bacon. It's oatmeal and bacon. But, but as far as business stuff, I think the worst thing you can do is get in a rut. As far as visioning, as growing, and just overall taking the next step. If we don't learn from what we just went through as far as what worked, what didn't work, how can I make this better and bring your team in, it, you, you will get stuck in groupthink if you just keep one core idea of how things should be done. The answer to that, in my opinion, is twofold. There's things that need to be routine and need to be dependable and people, stuff people can depend on. But there's also needs to be a spark of creativity to keep things alive. Yeah, that's good. There's a separation, m multiple separations, probably, Conroy. Do you think that when I said, do you recreate the wheel? It depends upon what we're talking about, right? That's what, correct. What I aspect of business we're talking about. That's 100% correct. I love this time of year. I love the first part of the year. You just came off the end of the year where all your numbers have got to be in and all your money's got to be in and you got to be accountable and you're trying to just make your... 2023 budget. You're just, you're exhausted. You're tired. And now you just partied all night on New Year's Eve. And now you're into the beginning of, of 2024 and you've got 12 months to create magic. You've got 12 months. So one of the things I always love doing during the first part of the year is bring everyone together, sit around a table and let's talk about what do we want to do this year? I've always loved the nonprofit world. I feel sad for people that are in businesses where they do the same thing every day in, day out, 365 days a year. That would bore me to death. And what I love about the nonprofit world is, it, to me, it was always a game. It's, I have nothing. I need something. How are we going to do it? And just bring everyone around the table. 
and talk about, and I, I call it the what if game. What if we were able to do this? And what if we were able to do that? And what if we put on this event? What if we tweak this event? When do we want to have this? And just throw spaghetti on the wall and get people excited about the coming year. It's real easy to say you want your thrift stores to raise $2 million this year. But how are we going to do that? I did that. I went to my store director was sitting around the tables and we were hovering right around 1.9, 1.95 for three years. And I said, I want two million bucks. How, how are we going to do two million? And she was mad. She was really angry. She felt like I was pushing her. And I said, slow the roll. Let's, and then we had a big whiteboard and I said, let's break it down. So we broke it down by month, by week, by day, and by hour. And it really came down to you need to raise an extra $7 a day. And, and at that point, I'll never forget. She had the look on her face. She goes, we can do that. And I'm like, you can do that. And what's really funny is a year later, they hit $2 million. It was that throw the spaghetti on the wall. Let's dream big. What can we do? How are we going to do it? And just break it down and, and let's come up with a plan. And that's what the beautiful thing about January and February. When I talk about retreats, it's the chance to bring the team together, throw spaghetti on the wall, and dream big. I love January and February. I really do. I hate the snow, but I love the, the planning aspect of the year. You got 12 months, 12 months to create mistakes, fix mistakes, and be impressive. That's what you get to do now. This is awesome. 23 is over. Let's go to 24. <laughs> you hate the snow. That's why you're going to Florida in a week or two, huh? Yeah, good. That is That's why great. I'm going to Florida. Yeah, make us feel bad. Okay, good. Dr. Sam, I see you smiling while Jeff was talking there. Give me your insight. What do you do with your business clients when they're struggling to get some new or maybe more activity going in 2024? It's a great angle on the question because most of our clients, I say all of us collectively, are in situations where got responsibility for other people whether it's the business that they own and run or that they're a part of a larger organization. So to chase an idea of creating a new wheel isn't always a possibility, but what does the wheel you have look like? How can you make that wheel more true, right? More round. How do you make it shinier? If you need shining, you need to fix some of those wooden spokes. What can you do to make this thing work? And then we start to daydream within the confines and the borders of a game we're playing dreaming all these big things and wishing for stuff that they know can't happen. Okay, great. Those are fun ideas. And what can you do? What, what's within your realm of uh, influence and control? And once we start daydreaming on possibilities within reach, things get real exciting really quickly as they see opportunity for improvement, engagement, and frankly, refreshing their own outlook on how things are going to go the year. It doesn't have to be all new. It just has to be new enough. Correct. There you go. Some combination. Now I have, Geoff, I have Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith in my head in the men in black <laughs> thing about the old and busted and new hotness. Where's the balance? And using the old, as Will Smith called it, the old busted and his more current new hotness stuff. Yeah, I think Sam hit a great point there. How do we get ourselves as leaders to anticipate or even think about all the possibilities there are especially when the wheel that we're currently using is successful? Oh, that's a great question. I think if you have success, you're going to continue to do what is making you successful. And then 
you start to look at how do we make it just 1% more successful? Just those little micro, it's like the Japanese Kaizen theory, right? How do we make things just infinitesimally better so that everything is more improved? And so it's that constant, we found what's successful, let's continue to do that, and so a yes and attitude, and what do we do to make it just a tiny bit better? Because there's always, let's face it, there's always room for improvement. There's always the possibility that we can do things a little bit better. And in some cases, it's not even a little bit. Some places it's a lot, right? If you take the time to really look at the system and where the faults are, you're going to find the faults. If you're looking for the things that are great, you're going to find the things that are great. And there's always going to be both parts in an organization. So taking the time to analyze, to look at it, to say, how do we make it better? It's the simple things that a lot of times we go, okay, we're doing the right thing. So let's just continue doing that and not worry about anything else. If you do that, eventually it's going to break down. You have to do maintenance, right? So if a tire, like we're talking about the ruts in the road, those are created through time. Those are through time and, and practice doing the same thing. So you get the ruts, so you know exactly what to do. But then there's sometimes when you need to get out of the ruts and you got to make sure your vehicle can do that. So take the time to go through and do your fine point inspection to make sure everything is working the way it should. And there's always tweaking available, always. So what does it need to be tweaked? Myra's got her hand up. You know, I, I, I just zeroed in on when you said, when you're successful, what happens if your definition of success changes? And is that something that we ought to consider when we're looking at New Year's? What do we want this year to look like? Because success is like a grease pick. You think you got a hold of it and it slipped right away from you. So we're switching metaphors from wheels to pigs, but that's okay. I'll jump in here, Myra. I I think you're absolutely right. And to dovetail what you're talking about and what Geoff was just saying, there's some argument maybe that can be made that the wheel has never been reinvented. When the caveman or whatever created the first round wheel that has a, a, a hole in the middle, we're still using that style of wheel. So the wheel itself hasn't been recreated. But to Jeff's point, I think Geoff's point is that we tweak it, we adjust it. Now I'm thinking about race car drivers and stuff and the pit crews change the air pressure in the tire by a pound or a half a pound and it makes a big difference on how fast the car goes or or how successful they can be. So yeah, chasing success to me, whether I'm inside the rut and by the way, somebody decades ago told me that the definition of a rut is a grave with the ends kicked out. So you don't want to spend too much time in the rut. But there are times I think the rut leads you to success because lots of other people have followed that path too. But to to your point, Meyer, I I agree. Success is a fleeting thing. And once you've reached success, however you determine it, however you define it, there's always another step, another place to go, another thing to invent, another thing to experience, another thing to chase after. I, I think that's just how the world's put together. We don't we don't stand still. We're always moving, always growing, always challenging ourselves. In the nonprofit world, you start the year with a set of goals. You have to start with, this is where we are. This is where we need to be to keep our job. This is where we need to be. At the end of the year, you're measured that. You're measured by, did we attain our goal? How close were we? What worked? What didn't work? So when you come around to the new year, we look at last year and say, okay, we either missed our goal, hit our goal, exceeded our goal by X amount, how do we tweak it? 
So it's a tweak. It's not so much what are the new goals, it's how do we tweak the goals to make the goals? What worked and what should we have done differently? There's a lot of reflection, a lot of assessment. After every event, we used to call them a postmortem meeting. Let's talk about let's talk about the event, what worked well, what didn't well. Put it in a file so we'll come January, we pull all those files out and say, let's review and let's rebuild our plan based upon our review of that event. Um, so it's not so much what are the new goals, it's more of what can we make better? How can we improve on what we did? Well, I absolutely agree with that. Absolutely, 100%. I think the point that I was trying to drive home is if we reach success and stay there, we become static and we become stale and there's no momentum left. Mm-hmm. And that's so it's important just to realize that success may be for this year, but what does success look like for next year? Sure. And it's always a moving target. Sure. And as a high eye, I get, e- I easily get bored. That's why I do stupid stuff like, hey, let's start a new event. It'll be fun. <laughs> It'll be fun. <laughs> It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Let's they do said. it. <laughs> Not thinking about the next six months of meetings. Yeah. and <laughs> yeah. Let's put it on an it's event. Fun. We'll have 1,500 people there. It'll be great. It'll be so much yeah, it's fun. It's going to be so cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I did. I did do that. <laughs> and, and you've done it numerous times, I know, in yeah. your past. But that's another episode, right? What do you do as a leader if the the chairman of the board, if you're the CEO or whatever, the chairman of the board or the board itself says, hey, we want to do X, Y, and Z, and you think that's the dumbest idea that uh, they've ever come up with. So that. yeah, that's a whole <laughs> new episode. Called golf yeah. tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> Six months worth of work for 10 grand. Yeah, no. Yeah, totally worth it. Yeah, Totally. <laughs> So we're getting down um, towards end 20, 25 minutes goes by really quick. And this, like all of our uh, topics, I think in our episodes are a lot deeper sometimes than what we have the time to talk about. So Sam, wrap us up if you can here a little bit. What about recreating the wheel or using the old, same old wheel or the rut and the pig? We've talked about a lot of stuff today. We got ruts, pigs, wheels, tires. We got it all, friends. It's Game of Thrones. I'm going (laughs) to... I'm going to introduce, if you're listening to us on your our treadmill, or you're probably on your garden being this January, depending on where you are in the world. We all, on this podcast, grew up in rural spaces. And so I'm going to share a word that may not be a word everywhere in the world, which is mudden. M-U-D-I-N, we're going mudden. That means taking your pickup truck out in the mud and going just crazy town, driving all over, all over the place. Now, you can do that and have a good time with it. Like not using the NASCAR slicks that Dyer was talking about. You're using some other tire that's got good tread on it. Yeah, I bring that up because I've seen and read about entrepreneurs in particular who have a startup and they've been incredibly successful. And so I say, you can do it again, do the same thing again. I've done it this way. It's always worked. What they forget to do is look at the actual terrain and horizon. Just because you've done it and it's worked doesn't mean it's going to continue to work. So as you think about that wheel, is it the right wheel for the circumstance? Not that you're in, but you're heading to. Is it going to take you to where you want to go, not to just where you've been? And as you look at this new year, what do you have set up to prepare yourself, your team, your company, your whole organization to get to where you want to be? Because that will require some tweaking of that wheel. And if it doesn't, you're probably just going to be in the same place you are now. Oh, that's good. That's good, Sam. Geoff? Yeah, I, I I can see your wheels turning, buddy. If you always do the things you've always done, you'll always get to what you've always gotten, right? Right. right. You think, but in the last few years, have we not seen how things can change drastically in a very quick, short amount of time? You yeah. have to be willing to 
adjust, maneuver differently, and change things for innovation, for creation. There's companies that have been around for 100 plus years. They're doing probably some a lot of things right, but they still had to adjust. They still had to learn how to do things differently in the last few years. Change is the only constant, right? Death and taxes. Death, taxes, and change. Those are the things that are going to stay constant. Everything else is in flux. So be ready to, to do what you need to do to be successful, but know that you're going to have to change at some point. It doesn't have to be a huge change. Just those little micro adjustments can actually make a huge difference. Oh, that's good. That's good right there too. Mr. Conroy. I totally, I agree with what everybody's saying. Now, again, change is always good as long as it's done for a reason. It is, if you're going to grow and have that growth mindset, then you're going to need to change. Refine what you're doing, celebrate those wins, but change for growth. I love January and February because it's the time to dream. <laughs> you can sit there and go, man, we're going to have an event. We're going to have fireworks and zoo animals and blimps going to go overhead. And then when you start putting that budget together, you've got sparklers, stuffed animals and <laughs> balloon and a balloon. And a, and a balloon. The, the trash panda you just invited in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie from IT flies a drone instead. Yeah. Right. Embrace January, man. <laughs> Dream big. Okay, Myra, take us home. Wrap this thing up. But tell me what you're doing with your greased pig in 2024. I, I, I'm going to leave you with, uh, on the side. I have chased a pig. It is not fun. Okay. They are literally greased. But I, I just want to close it out with two thoughts. Is if you're not growing, you're dying, number one. Yep. Uh, that's Agreed. it's uh, you don't stay static. This is not the time to say we're just going to do what we did last year. Dead fish. And the second one, you're not going to grow unless you're stretched. Um, so it's not always fun to be stretched, but the results are always worth it. <laughs> so anyway, here is to major growth to everybody this year as we go along through the year with our podcast. I hope you learned something. Every time you listen to us so that you never want to miss. There you go. Isn't that the goal, guys, of the No More Leadership BS podcast is to put out our decades worth of experience and knowledge and wisdom. And even sometimes when we don't know, and maybe this topic today was a little bit about that, that recreating the wheel or not is a multifaceted thing. And it depends upon what part of your business you're talking about. It talks about when are we talking about your business, what your goals are, what your history has been, all those things. And who knew that leadership was a challenging thing and many fasted. But I'm here to tell you, we at the Pi, at the No More Leadership BS podcast, are excited for 2024. We've got... 51 more episodes to bring you in 2024. Look, I did the math real good, huh, Sam? 52 <laughs> minus so one. Math is hard. Math is hard. Genius. Math is hard. Math is more letter we, work. We look forward to interacting with each and every one of you. Your dreams, your goals, your aspirations can be achieved. We just have to set the plan, figure out, as Dr. Sam said earlier, figure out where you are, figure out where you want to go, and then let's get after it. So for Myra, Jeff Conroy, Jeff Geoff McLaughlin, Dr. Sam Jennings, I'm Jeff Geyer. This is the No More Leadership BS Podcast, and we'll see you next week. So long, everybody. Bye. Bye. Better bye.